0: Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time. <sighs> to prevent a war, I ran out of breath halfway through that. I am Jenna Steeper, and I play Blep, a fey half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. Zelf, I'm joined by Andrew... Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't...
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, <laughs> there you yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, right. yeah.
2: I'm Andrew Henson, Andrew. I'm playing Johnny Bridechild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa Paladin, eager to help and flex.
3: <laughs> I'm Caitlin <laughs> Stadahar. Caitlin Stadahar, that's me, playing Patty Hurt, Ratfolk Ranger Dandy, with a nose for gossip
0: and cheese.
4: Paul Lukemeyer playing Zelf. An elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking.
0: And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious GM and world builder, Justin Green. Hey, Justin, how am I?
5: (laughs) That's a great question. I'm not entirely sure what
4: happened. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know how we feel, Justin
1: (laughs) And how are you, (laughs) Justin?
5: (laughs) I'm good. I'm going to eat an entire strawberry shortcake. Whoa.
1: (laughs) Wow. Brag.
5: The group is now waking up in the late morning of three day, feeling refreshed. Please heal. Reset your spells or abilities as needed. You guys have about six hours to make any last minute preparations or investigations
4: that you want self is making a late breakfast it's probably like you know whatever you need to feel good about uh zombie invasion so like waffles <laughs> sunny
1: side eggs please <laughs> smoked salmon and bagels yeah we got
0: a protein load this might be our only meal of the day
4: yeah patty said she wanted a vegan option so you know whatever vegans eat
3: what you mean smoked salmon's not vegan <laughs> damn
4: what can i use to investigate this cult club flyer that they brought back do you have linguistics paul i have one rank in linguistics
5: make a linguistics check and also what languages do you know
2: i want to give self a high five. Oh
4: hell yes
0: <laughs> yeah. oh translation brah hell yeah high ah, five sick brah yeah. i love
2: how you're attacking that text
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows common elven dwarven gnomish Undercommon, and Sylvan.
0: Wow. I mean, I know you're an investigator, but that's some high intelligence. What a
4: learned <laughs>
0: man.
3: It's
4: my highest stat. Hmm. Uh, and also, with Johnny's help, thanks as always, Johnny. Yeah, bro. My linguistics check is a 27.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Zelf, you are looking at this cult club flyer, and even though the only thing that is written on it is join the cult club, you can tell that the design around the edges of it is a code. Whoa. You are Ooh. able to... Put together the pattern and it says the password is, you are able to get like the glyphs of the password, but it is in infernal, which is like the language of devils and lawful evil creatures.
4: Well, Zelf is excited because he's on the trail. Like (laughs) investigators do. So he's going to snap and hold up his hands and say, who knows Infernal?
0: That's a no, buddy. I don't. No. Why would any of us know that?
4: No one here speaks the language of lawful and evil. I didn't even go to college, (laughs) man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then who knows who knows Infernal? Somebody at the school or somebody in town.
0: Oh, my God. Maybe my BFF Sasha does. Uh, No, no, no. It's fine. I've got this. I've got Comprehend Languages as a spell.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: yet another learned individual. You don't have to study. You just have to find the right shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess Comprehend Languages. I can understand the spoken words. I can read.
5: Astra, suddenly these alien characters make perfect sense to you. And you know this is the infernal word for method, which are these little impish creatures.
0: Okay.
4: God, I love that.
5: Okay. When you speak it out loud, all of the words on the Colt Club flyer erase entirely, and then as if someone is writing across it in front of you, Ooh. you now read password accepted. Oh yeah. The sheet goes blank again and now a map appears. <gasps>
1: Oh my
4: god, we gotta follow the map. (laughs) Let's drop everything.
3: Let's be impulsive.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You recognize that it is a map of Fainal Academy. There is a spot marked with an X, and then a date and a time, which is today at 4pm. Patty, you recognize that the marker is placed where you came out of the tunnel, Uh-oh. the underground area? Yes.
3: Uh, the ice zombies are going to be funneling <laughs> out of there at 4pm. Yeah,
0: that's worrisome. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is just a way of increasing the ranks of the undead, if you know what I mean. Murder.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> maybe this is just a way for Windhorn to gather other flunkies.
2: You'd like have to be into some bad stuff to even like, know that that's there.
4: Maybe Ansel's not his only weenie.
0: I do want to cast Detect Magic on this paper to see if there's any magic other than a password. Because if this is a lawful, evil language, I know that infernal speakers are often like easy to trap into contracts. So a poster that says Join the Cult Club that has some weird infernal magic on it might have a compulsion on it.
4: Zelf is already in the cult. (laughs) (laughs) You turn around and he's got kiss makeup
0: whoa mm. what
1: whoa.
4: <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Whoa. astra you don't see any other auras on it that lead you to believe that it's enchanted or, or compulsion or evil however you do recognize that it's an identical spell as to what is cast on the password protected letter you found on ansel's possessions okay.
0: that was going to be my next step is i want to try Mephit in infernal yes. on that
5: yeah astra Finally, (gasps) this letter that you've been carrying around (gasps) unlocks itself for you. Awesome. And you see that this is secret correspondence from High Mage Winhorn to Ansel Pharrell.
1: Yes!
5: Oh, the drama! Proof. (laughs) Here is a contract. So, (sighs) Ansel has made a deal with Winhorn, Winhorn has promised to protect Glorahan in exchange for Ansel's <laughs> compliance and oh, help on. with this plan. Uh-oh. And also, as a gift to Ansel, uh, Winhorn has massacred everybody in the town of Thune uh. and left the bodies uh. for Ansel to practice in anticipation yep. uh, for this event that they're planning.
0: Okay. I mean, there it is. He's just oh, shit, a scavenger, guys. and he's not even a particularly competent one.
1: I
3: feel a little bad about us trying to beat the shit out of him and soon
0: but we were unsuccessful
3: so it's fine i don't feel too
0: bad (laughs) this contract is shit um because windhorn did not protect glorhan and we know that
4: yeah that's right the contract is already void we would just need to convince ansel I don't know if he'd believe us.
0: Okay, no, that's a good angle. We gotta find him, though.
3: I thought we told him that Glorhan died when we met him. Did we? We maybe shouted it at him from a distance or no, something? No, if I remember correctly,
0: <laughs> Paul made some innuendo about Glorhan, but I don't <laughs> think <laughs> he ever just was like, Glorhan's dead. <laughs> Jin hindsight might have been in the play.
2: Well, we were also supposed to break
4: it to him lightly, so...
0: Yeah, we were
3: trying to defuse the situation. Oh, okay.
0: That's so unlike us.
4: I know, and that's why it didn't work. We
2: didn't play to our
4: strengths. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Let's never try to defuse the situation
4: again. No. Agreed. No.
0: <laughs> Escalate from now
3: on. When
4: we need to break something gently, we'll use Johnny's Blade of Mercy. Ah!
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, we got to find this guy. We got to tell him.
4: What are our best leads?
3: It's got to be this map.
4: Do you think he's hiding with Winhorn, or do you think he's hiding somewhere in the academy?
0: It's safe to say Ansel didn't go home because his home is burnt down. Yeah. I think if I had to guess, it would be that he is hanging around Fenlin Academy uh, just because I can't imagine it's easy to get in or out of there. Well, and I would think that if he's planning some kind of nefarious
3: something, there's got to be some setup involved. Yeah. Ooh, I've got
0: a pitch for y'all. What if we go to this location on the map and destroy all the bodies that are there? Oh, we could blow shit up! It might not get us closer to Ansel, but it'll get Ansel farther from where he wants to be.
3: We could blow things up. Patty loves this plan.
2: And at the very least, we could investigate it with our own eyes, like. So if you're a master investigator, from what I've seen, and mm-hmm. like maybe you'll be able to turn up something that we would miss otherwise. Eh?
1: Right.
4: No, I think that's good. Why don't we go case the location on the map and see what we can learn from it?
0: I love it. Okay. I'll bring my bombs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll bring snacks. Ah.
5: The four of you head over to Fainland Academy to the location marked with an X. Astra, despite growing up in Fainland, this is your first time stepping foot inside.
0: Is it intimidating? I'm not scared, Justin.
5: (laughs) (laughs) If it weren't for the map and Patty having crawled through it before, you all would have probably overlooked the entrance to the underground shrine. It's very well hidden in the landscape around the back of the clock tower where there's not any foot traffic. But you find the hidden entryway and you shimmy through this uncomfortably small hole in the ground until you drop down into the cavern. You see the shrine to Ebnir in the center of this area, just as Patty had described it to you the other day. And you also see the frozen bodies lining the walls in this room, with more leading deeper into a tunnel that you know leads back to the court of the Archmage.
4: Justin, can I make a medicine check? Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to see if these are actual frozen humanoids, and I want to see if I can tell if they're fully deceased or not.
5: Sure. If Uh. the other of you guys want to make some sort of check specific to your characters, you can as well. Patty previously had seen some things that she just didn't recognize because she doesn't have any knowledge.
3: Yeah.
0: Right. (laughs) She didn't go to college, Justin. Uh I didn't go to college. (laughs) God. (laughs)
3: Patty's just standing here twitching to throw a bomb. Didn't need to go to college for this.
0: (laughs) I rolled a heel and I got a 20 on my dice roll for a 23 total.
2: Perfect. (laughs) I rolled a natural one on my knowledge religion for a four. Well done. I didn't study the bad guys.
4: (laughs) Justin, can I use my competitive feature on knowledge checks?
2: For sure, yeah, yeah.
4: Okay, that boosts my albatross to to a fifteen.
1: Oh my god!
5: Yeah, so Astra, you're not twenty on the heel check. You look at these frozen bodies, and they seem to be entirely iced the full way through. Hmm. However, they're just too detailed, too accurate for you to believe that they weren't at one time human. But they're not just, like, bodies that have been frozen. They're people that have been turned into solid ice. Uh Uh-oh.
4: That's so fucked up.
5: You start kind of looking around at all of the shrines and emblems, this altar that you see. As soon as you start to talk, Zelf cuts in.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's sweating.
5: Zelf, you know two things. You know that this is an an altar to Ebnir. You also see some papers on the altar. They seem to be torn from a book. It's like half a strange language and half these like crude pictograms oh. that seem to be depicting <laughs> like a large mouth opening and swallowing phenolin.
3: Ooh. <laughs> oh,
1: hell yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is such an important question. Is it a human mouth or a cat mouth or some other kind of mouth?
5: <laughs> it's like a disembodied mouth, a mouth that's not attached to anything else, just this symbolic, monstrous mouth.
3: Okay. Mm. That's unsettling. Uh, yeah,
4: Zelf takes off his chaff hat and scratches his head and says, You know, I'm not too good at interpreting these kinds of sketches, but I think this is bad. Maybe worse than some zombies at a football game.
0: Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. That looks intense. This looks
3: like destroy the whole town kind of intense.
0: Yeah, this looks bigger than a sports ball game for children.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Zelf nods.
0: But this is, I mean, Ansel can't do this. I don't even think Windhorn has the kind of power to do something like this. (gasps) But you know who might? A bunch of infernals joining together for a cult? Ah, cult club! Cult club, guys! Patty's real,
3: real fired up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god,
1: cult club! It's cult club! (laughs) club. (laughs)
0: <laughs> how
2: i can just see her like mouth chittering
0: <laughs> yeah, She is chittering. patty has the zoomies <laughs>
5: astra how long does comprehend languages last it lasts a long time right
0: Ooh, yeah uh, minutes per level if i remember correctly let me double check yeah okay 10 minutes per level so and i'm level five so a little less than an hour why do i see something
5: Yeah, looking at this paper, the one with the picture of the mouth, you recognize that the language is goblin and -hmm. that it is some sort of tome like tracking the history of this goblin clan called the Gourmet. And they are talking <laughs> about ritual sacrifices that are being made to open what the gourmet goblins called the infernal mouth. Ooh. Uh-huh. Whoa. These goblins are hugely anti magic. You can tell from reading this. They hate magic in general, mm. but they're especially terrified of this infernal mouth. As just kind of a, a magical person, you understand that what they're describing is more symbolic and You've heard legends about the founding of Faenolin and that this place in particular was chosen because it was built at the time on a ley line that runs directly into the Whispering Woods. But a long, long time ago, thousands and thousands of years ago, the ley line was rendered dormant. But that seems to be this mouth of like great magical energy that the goblins are talking about is a ley line.
4: God, this is incredible.
0: Um, Zelf, I found something that's really more aesthetic. Then mine, this is not cat-related, so I'm going to pass <laughs> this off to you.
4: Justin, have I heard of the gourmet goblins? You have not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What would I roll to learn more about ley lines? Would that be like planes or religion or arcana?
5: Uh, I, either planes or arcana, whatever's better for you.
0: Uh, I get a 17 on planes.
4: Not bad.
0: Yeah,
5: you know that ley lines are sources of magical energy. A caster can connect to it and just boost their own magic. Usually the ley lines are connected in some way to a specific school of magic. So maybe there's one that's like an enchantment ley line. Hmm. Casters can connect to it and then their enchantment spells are insanely more powerful.
0: Okay. Do I know anything about... Whether you can, like, reactivate a dormant ley line, maybe by killing a stadium full of people or something (laughs) like that.
4: Yeah, or erecting an altar to an evil deity.
0: Yeah.
5: It certainly seems that the goblins think that you can feed the ley line through ritual sacrifice and restart it.
0: Well,
3: gross and bad. That's (laughs) bad and gross.
4: (laughs) astra yeah how do you feel about casting detect magic and seeing if there's anything magical
0: oh i i love that i love that i'll pop that immediately <laughs> that was it
5: <laughs> make a spellcraft check Got
0: pretty decent spellcraft and i rolled okay so that's a 23
5: okay you just feel this aura of evocation in the room but also of an evil spell strong evil spell And you're able to identify it as the desecrate spell. So this area has been desecrated. You know that that gives bonuses to undead creatures that were created in this area or who are near it. The shrine being here also in the desecrated area boosts it as well.
0: Well, that seems like bad news. So, I mean, one of two things. Either Ansel's already created a bunch of uh, beefed up desecrated undead here. Or he hasn't yet, and we should destroy it now. Are we going to blow up a clock tower?
1: Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, we <laughs> yeah. are. Wait, Patty,
2: do you still have that bomb?
3: I absolutely do. You mean um, <gasps> my remote detonation?
5: <laughs> so the-, the clock tower is the dorm where all of the famous <laughs> Academy
1: students live <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Just oh okay, I do
0: remember that. That's saying you can't. No, we can't. (laughs) Out of
3: solidarity
0: with my sisters, I want to blow them up while they sleep.
3: That's not sisterly of me to do. Although I was really itching for an opportunity to use that remote demolition bomb. Really itching.
4: (laughs) What if we send a bomb threat to the school so that the clock tower evacuates and then we remotely detonate the bomb?
0: So, phone in a real bomb threat, because we have placed a bomb. Wait, it's a fake (laughs) bomb
4: (laughs) threat
2: that becomes real.
0: (laughs) A bomb notice.
2: Yeah, there's a bomb notice. Please (laughs) vacate the premises. But definitely, I'm down to deal with this desecration. I was getting bad vibes now that you've mentioned it. Like, wow. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I have noticed the hairs on your back of your neck have been standing up since we stepped in here.
2: Yeah, it's a little cold, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a magic spell that'll resecrate <gasps> like re re recreate resecrate? Can you resecrate this? <laughs> Resecrations.
2: I don't think I can do any resecration, no. <laughs> I also didn't go to college. I kind of like did this like training thing. You
3: went straight to the military. That's totally, totally valid. Dude, Hattie,
1: oh. respect. Thank you.
3: You're welcome, Patty. <laughs> Some of us go to the armed forces. Some of us just join the bourgeoisie. I mean, what can I say?
0: (laughs) Two totally valid routes. Whichever you want to take.
2: (laughs) But definitely my, like, go-to whenever, like, I don't know about these sorts of things would be to, like, go to a church. So, like... We could go back to the Church of uh, Salinas and, like, they might know about this. Like, oh. thinking about the whole, like, opposition thing, chaotic good probably doesn't like lawful evil that much in terms yeah. of, like, domain. So, like, they'd probably help us out.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like blowing it up after we have safely evacuated it. I yeah. think that maybe that's our plan A and our plan B. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Patty Zelfa, how do you feel? I mean, these
3: bodies are really grossing me out. So, you know, I would love to get rid of them as fast as possible. That's my priority. Yeah.
2: Patty, if you want to get a fire going, I can start breaking these bodies down into, like, fire-sized ice cube chunks.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we don't have to totally resecrate the area. Maybe we can just fuck up the vibe.
3: Yeah, just chunk them up. It's fine. Johnny, use that big sword, cut them into little pieces. No problem
2: on it
5: yeah you guys are able to smash up these ice sculpture people
4: rest in peace
5: <laughs> john you're able to destroy this altar to Edmir. it's pretty sturdy um you're able to take your time here you get a good idea of how tough it is and how you'll need to destroy it in the future if you were to encounter one again <laughs> that's
2: interesting yeah okay Honestly, it's pretty good construction, but, like, I think, like, if I can just wedge it in here, yeah, oh, yeah, like, it's not gnomish (laughs) made, like, they usually have, like, a trap (laughs) support.
0: Okay, I've made a note, for no reason in particular, of the HP and hardness of an Edmure
4: Shrine.
5: After about an hour of work, you've cleared out this shrine of all of the creepy ice sculptures.
4: Did destroying the altar change the desecration spell?
5: The only way to get rid of the desecrate spell is to dispel it or to cast uh, oh, consecrate. I-
0: consecrate. Consecrate. <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: <you>, okay. Sometimes <laughs> when you secrate, you need to resecrate. Okay.
5: <laughs> the shrine doubles the spell's power, so getting rid of the shrine did do a decent chunk to it. Nice. Damn. Well, that
3: was productive.
5: Can we like
2: leave a trap for anyone who comes here?
3: Oh, <sighs> you have a member of your party who would <laughs> love. To make a trap. (laughs) We've done the cartoon ankle noose before. So I'm thinking this time it's going to be like a cartoon giant net that just like (gasps) shoots them up into the air and hangs them from the (laughs) ceiling in a big net.
5: Awesome. I love that. Caitlin, I will have you make a craft trap check. And what you roll is going to be the DC to get out of it for whoever you potentially would trap. Love it. it. That's so good. That sounds righteous. And I love that we're getting (laughs) bad guys with it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I've rolled an 18.
5: 18 is strong yeah it is patty spends a bit of time constructing a trap while you guys are doing your collegiate work patty is (laughs) building this trap to swoosh up anybody who comes in after you guys
3: excellent you never know what you're gonna catch
2: bad guys
0: (laughs) Uh, good idea good idea andrew
2: I was going to say the other thing is maybe we could send a message to the Mjolni place where the paladins are and tell them, hey, actually, we found, you know, evidence of an evil Ebnir ritual about to go down tomorrow. Guys, should book it back here.
0: I do have a feather token bird. I replaced my last one. So if we absolutely wanted to do that. You really think that involving Castian is going to help anything?
4: How long would it take for them to get back from the temple? Like it's not... Right next door, right?
2: Right. It says it's kind of far away.
0: Well, Johnny, here's here's my bird token. If you want to send it off to Castian, I understand. So I don't know if he's going to be much help, but I, we might need all the help we can get.
2: That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, mm. you know, like if we can't stop the ritual, it might turn into like a pitched battle, and like mm. I would want my allies
0: on the way. Okay, no, that's a good call. Here it is. <laughs> Fine. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, infernal mouths make strange bedfellows. Yeah.
4: <laughs> what is the administration of the school like? If we went to headmaster, you know, what's his face and said, Hey, we have evidence that your college is going to get attacked by necromancers, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Would they be like, what's important here is sports event. <laughs> 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 or could we get resources from the quote-unquote authorities?
5: So it's kind of a coin flip because a Miss Morn, who you trust, since you specifically to do just that
4: mm-hmm.
5: with a letter to the headmistress, who's her friend.
4: We never talked to her, did we? <laughs> <laughs> we could go talk to her oh you guys want God. to go talk to mr yeah we've got to talk to, <laughs> talk to her.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> the flip side of that would be that you do know that one of the highest drinking people in Fainland, and berwin for that matter is involved
3: right. mm-hmm. so that could go real badly yeah
4: yeah i was thinking that the triad judges seemed like they wouldn't be too much help but I don't know, it's worth a shot. Maybe Miss Moren trusts this lady for a reason.
0: Yeah, that's true. Out of character, I feel like Miss Mourne is probably reliable. I think this is a good option. We don't have a lot of time left, but we got a little bit. Yeah.
2: could we split up to cover more crap? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Does anybody think it would
4: be worth trying to find the goblin tribe to see if they know more about this ritual? Or do you think their condensed historical knowledge already exists in the papers the party already found? I bet it would be useful. I bet
3: it would, but I'm uh, thinking that they could be a possible ally in this. I'm also concerned about how they're going to react to the magic using members of our party.
0: Yeah, listen, they're they're in the Whispering Woods and we absolutely don't want to fuck with that. See, I do want to fuck with that, but I also don't
3: want (laughs) to fuck with it like hours before this major thing we have to deal
4: with.
5: It's not technically in the Whispering Woods. That's still up to you guys if you want to engage the goblins when (gasps) you do have a time limit.
4: How far away is the gourmet goblin encampment village, whatever you call it? And what ways do they have to go there? Could they rent a horse or a carriage?
5: Yeah, uh, definitely. I think that all that stuff is available. It'd probably take you about an hour on foot. Okay.
3: Nothing could go wrong, right? I don't think so. There's no possible scenario where they'd attack us or hold (laughs) us captive or put a bomb vest on (laughs) us or anything like that.
0: Yeah, they seem to hate magic. And that's bad news because pretty much all of us have magic to some degree. Um, Some of us to greater degrees than others, Zelf. In my heart, I feel like that's a terrible idea. Um, And you guys trust me, right? I mean, you are a hero.
4: (laughs) Another question, Justin, is how long would it take to get to the the Zarmaz Ranch, the place where (laughs) Ansel Frel had previously stayed? I I feel like there's a chance that there's some information about what his powers are or what his connections Mm -hmm. are.
5: About the same distance to the south. I would say you get to Zarmas faster just because you can take the paved roads.
4: I keep wanting to call it the Zardos Ranch.
0: Yes, yeah,
4: <laughs> it's where they grow green grain. Anyway. <laughs> I think we should split up.
0: Oh, you're right.
4: <laughs> yeah, the cost of splitting up is less in this narrative portion where we're doing kind of this high-level investigation more so than when we split up in a tactical environment. <laughs> so I think we should make the most of our six hours, maybe meet up with a couple hours left.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, if we're splitting up, I think that probably me and Johnny should go see the goblins, us two non-magickers. Yeah.
2: Less magicers anyway.
0: Relatively less. I can
3: enchant coins. That's about it. I don't think they'll care about that
2: uh, team party I think she should probably go to the conference. team party
4: <laughs> uh, should we all talk to the headmistress and then split up to go to the things that are a little further away from the city
1: I, uh,
4: or should we prevent Patty from talking to this lady because Patty is already a wanted criminal in Phanelan for having broken no. into <laughs> <No. laughs> Whitehorn's office
0: I'll just stand in the back
4: uh,
0: <laughs> No, I think if we're splitting up we should make the most of our splitting up We'll say our goodbyes and then if we end up walking in the same direction, it'll be awkward because we like already said goodbye I think that's the plan. So Zelf, do you want to go see the headmistress with me? I do. Okay, good Love to team up with you, Zelf.
2: All right, Patty, let's go Let's go,
0: bro! (laughs) We've got one time, I'm excited
2: I'll see if we can get a horse
3: I'm a little afraid of horses but oh. just oh. tie me on with a rope.
2: Would you feel better like if you like sat on my shoulder?
3: Yeah, or... I think I would. I think I would. Just yeah. put me higher in the air.
2: Yeah, okay. No, I get it. It's cool. Get a
0: baby, Bjorn. Also,
3: it'll be intimidating because they'll think it's like a really
0: giant guy coming.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow.
0: I think they're gonna think it's Johnny wearing a mouse that he skinned.
4: <laughs> I think the goblins are not gonna know what the fuck I are saying. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: maybe. <laughs> ah, teamwork, that's what this show is all about. Dividing, but to conquer. Coming together, helping your fellows in their drive for a single goal, like for instance, the goal of supporting a cool podcast full of cool idiots that you like. Wow. Yeah, that's right. We have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bcbparty. Signing up gets you access to ad-free episodes, to dialogue and stuff that was cut from episodes, to world-building stuff like then Ella Flute stat sheet so you can add a doot-doot Ella Flute to your game. Plus character questions, where everyone answers a getting to know you style question in character, and we learn more about their, like, whole backstory and worldview. Patrons have already been submitting incredible questions for future question segments, and we're really excited to crack into those. So, if there's something you want to know about these glorious buffoons, sign up for a Patreon today. That's patreon.com slash BCB party.
5: Zelf and Astra.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're
4: so stupid.
5: <laughs> how are you wanting to approach this situation, I guess?
4: I think we just go to her office.
0: That complicated enough for you, Justin? <laughs> Should we add more <laughs> weird loopholes and rolls?
4: Yeah. <laughs> One of us is yeah. going to climb in the window.
5: I guess if you guys are being upfront and professional, I'll have you guys make diplomacy check.
3: Huh. Oh, no. Upfront and professional is not how I would describe anyone <laughs>
2: in this group. <laughs> Zelf is a professional chef.
4: Diplomacy is not my strength.
0: I rolled a 17, and with my plus 11 diplomacy, oh. I wow. get a 28. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> People in authority love me. That's,
4: God, that's incredible. <laughs> All right, I, I squeaked by with a 16. <laughs>
5: Phew. You know that at the very top of the clock tower is the office of Headmistress Narixena. In Fainalyn Rixena is a local legend. She's a very powerful summoner who has been the headmistress of the academy for 500 or 600 years. Entering the clock tower, you walk through the same commons area that Patty had been through previously. So you see the missing student memorial right off. You see some couches and desks where people are studying or relaxing
4: with friends
0: Self, did you go to college? <laughs> go to private school?
4: You could call it that.
0: Chef sleepaway camp? It
4: was chef sleepaway camp, actually. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Before the chairman started his apprenticeship program, he had chef camps. Oh, whoa.
3: That doesn't sound like a fun
0: camp.
4: And one of these evenings, we'll drink some wine and I'll tell you about it.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that sounds lovely when you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never came to the academy. wasn't my style, you know, it wasn't my vibe. Looking around and seeing all these people on these couches, hanging out, being loafs. I'm like, maybe that's a good thing. Fuck this place. (laughs) I'm over it. I'm over it.
4: I think you're right. An institution like this, it's like a hothouse garden. All of these people, they won't become anything once they leave the school. They're only something while they're in it.
0: Yeah, exactly. What do you learn here? You learn the things that the teachers know, but you don't learn anything else. But you know, that knowledge just gets passed down and becomes smaller and smaller every time it gets handed down. You got to go out into the real world if you want to learn magic or cooking, (laughs) as I always say.
4: That's right. (laughs) You're preaching to the choir.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's Elf. All right, let's go talk to this headmistress. We'll show her how to save her own school.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Another bizarre interaction where I can't quite tell what the vibe is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: real straightforward. I don't know. (laughs) No, <laughs> definitely doesn't feel intimidated and, and isn't at all trying to <laughs> <laughs> cut down this place and build herself up.
1: <laughs>
0: all these hoity-toity-goody two-shoes with their legitimate education. Fuck this place.
4: Fuck this
2: place.
4: These loafs. Justin, are any of these students zombies? Can I make like a... Oh,
0: <laughs>
3: shit. Can I make
4: like a sense motive test?
3: Straight to the point. <laughs> Fuck.
4: Yeah, Zelf is just gonna, under his breath, he's gonna say like, brains. <laughs> and so just so, you know, the students look around. <laughs> Or if, like, they start saying brains.
0: (laughs) Aster goes, yeah, drains. Drains on society, all of them.
5: Since motive, (laughs) I don't know. I I would say, like, heal would be the lowest DC. (laughs) Perception would be next.
4: Uh, Heal, yeah, I'll make a heal check. I somehow rolled a 20 for a total of 27.
5: Wow, 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 wow. The fact that you fought these zombies before, you are feeling pretty confident that none of these are zombies. So when you got close enough to them... You could kind of tell, you know, oh, he he can't fake a pulse, right? Just little things that when you're right up on them, you can tell and so you're pretty confident that none of the students that you're passing in the clock tower currently are undead. Okay.
4: Well, beyond that, I don't think Delph would want to talk to any of these kids. <laughs>
0: That is smart though. That's a good call, Paul.
5: Reaching the top of the clock tower, you can recognize that Narixena's office is located directly behind the clock face. So coming up the stairs, you begin to encounter gears and moving parts built into the iron walls. And eventually you find yourself standing in front of this huge metal door that seems to be connected to the clockwork mechanism. When you approach the door, the gears begin to move and combine they're assembling themselves into the form of a large cat that's about the size of a panther. And it leaps down in front of you. Cool. Despite being made of this arcane technology, it still moves and acts like a real cat.
4: I want to use my battle chef quick study ability to see what spell like abilities this panther has (laughs) (laughs) even though i don't think that's what we're here for
0: (laughs) you might as well Uh, that's smart
4: make an
5: arcana check Zelf.
4: all right and (laughs) for knowledge checks that i'm trained in i can use inspiration without spending any inspiration points so my total is 22 Cool. Oh.
5: Zelf, you were able to tell that this creature is an Adolin. Oh. So this is a creature summoned by Nerixna and is an extension of her own power. Cool. You know that if you eat it, you could <laughs> potentially get some of her magic, uh, but it is frowned upon. <laughs>
4: <2D and laughs> <an idol. laughs> yeah. I think this thing's going to
3: put up a little more fight than like the spider goo. Yeah,
4: it would eat Zelf and get his powers.
0: Um, he- Hello, panther. Um, I've got this letter What says we can talk to the headmistrix So I think you should let us Bye, good kitty
5: The panther looks at the letter as if it is Actually reading it (laughs) It turns around And it kind of melds back into the workings of the wall and then the gears turn and the door opens mm-hmm. and you see inside this office narixina herself sitting at her desk like totally unbothered <laughs> she's like reading a book by candlelight at her desk
4: is it a romance novel
2: it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> a good question it's an archie comics <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's an ancient magical
0: tome Ugh. Okay. boring lame <laughs> Yeah, no, Esther's going to lean over and say, Zelf, this this letter is really powerful. I know. You know, people take for granted how much power letters can get you, but also, like, they're so easy to forge. It's incredible. (laughs) And this one's legit, but I'm just saying, like, you can just get anywhere. Isn't that cool? Anyway, headmistress, hello. Thanks for seeing us.
5: She doesn't look up from her book, but she smiles politely. She says, I am told that Adrian sent you. Is that correct?
0: Oh, well, we're not on a first name basis with her. But yeah, Miss Morn sent us. There's some dire shit happening here. In academy and we think it's going to go down today in a relatively short order and we were hoping that you could stop it because i don't think we can
5: she puts the book down and gives you her full attention and she says why don't you lay everything out for me dear
0: well there's this guy and um, he was a part of this academy his name's ansel and you booted him but <laughs> i think a good choice on that one well he's back And he's going to take revenge. And if he does that, some people will get eaten. I'm not entirely certain on the details. Zelf, what do you got?
4: Adding to that, (laughs) Winhorn is an agent of Ebnir secretly, and he massacred Thun to provide Ansel with raw materials. And we have an encoded letter written in Infernal by his hand confessing that.
0: That's so much more important than the things I mentioned. Thank you, Zelf.
5: (laughs) She sets up and she holds her hand out. She's like, may I read this letter that you're talking about? Those are some hefty accusations.
4: Uh Zelf glances at uh, Astra like, well, here it is. Either she'll help us or she's about to throw us in a magical prison, but he'll unfold the letter and hand it over. Might as well start with trust and then when trust fails. <laughs>
0: when not if trust fails. Yeah, I also had this moment where I was like, This is just like when we met with Windhorn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just, just
4: go from one to other. Oh man.
0: Okay. Now you're right. Let's trust.
5: She takes the letter and she waves her hand over it. The words come up that say password. And then the letter like kind of fritzes out and then just reveals itself to her. Nice. Just forcing her way through magically. Ah, oh, cool. And she reads it over. We need to be very careful as to not tip our hands to Windhorn that we're onto him too early. <sighs> Luckily, I'm very close with the former Archmage. You may know him as the Head of
4: Shadowwind.
0: Yeah.
4: Valkanth Ventori.
0: Yeah, we heard of him.
4: Right. We're not on a first name basis with him either.
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He still has connections at the castle. I think perhaps we should have someone uh, above Winhorn ready to get him into Bitterhold should he fight back.
4: I think that would be lovely. Unfortunately, we're on a bit of a short timetable. This is happening tonight.
0: But you're on board for helping with this? Maybe taking care of it entirely? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Let's just hand this off to the 20th level wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You two need not
5: concern yourselves with this. Leave it to... People more equipped to handle a cleric of, of Windhorn's caliber. If only I had had a couple more days to do something about it, but I understand. <laughs> Come, on. <laughs> Come
1: on.
3: I understand people get distracted sometimes. <laughs>
0: I rolled sense motive, but I forgot that that's a skill I refuse to put points into, so I only got a 12.
4: Justin, can I roll sense motive as well? <laughs> sure.
0: Please, please.
5: Oh, 12 and 12. You both feel <laughs> that Nrixena is trustworthy and wanting to help the two of you. And more so probably Fainolin Academy and Fainolin the city. All
4: right. All right. I don't think we've shown her the flyer. So Zelfall also produced that and say, and we found these circulating around the campus. That's where we learned the password for this letter. You don't happen to know what this cult club is, do you?
0: Is there like a faculty rep who's looking over it?
4: fucking Uh, (laughs) fun. teacher sponsor
5: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not familiar with this but it's related to the issue at hand
0: yeah we're not entirely certain how but we suspect that either they'll be sacrifices or they're the ones that are actually going to do whatever ritual it is to call the infernal mouth
4: headmistress nurixena i think that our squad sent here by Morin, as shadow and agents Feel responsible for the things happening here, and I don't know if we feel comfortable just handing everything off. Oh, but
3: <laughs> well, Asper was completely comfortable with washing her hands <laughs> <Yeah>. of this. <laughs> Absolutely,
5: the contract is really the only bit of proof that we have of Winhorn's involvement. Am I correct?
4: That's right. It's the only proof of Winhorn's involvement.
1: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Paul,
0: no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And our eyewitness testimony, Zelf and me only, who um, saw the passageway from his office that led to a bunch of ice corpses.
4: Not that anyone would take our word against windhorns.
0: Oh, no, of course not. Are you kidding? No.
5: You understand if I'm not entirely comfortable leaving it in the hands of the two of you. Why? I just feel uh, perhaps that I could protect it a bit better.
0: I mean, it's hard to disagree with you. You are the headmistress of a magic school, a very prestigious (laughs) and exclusive magic school. You've probably got power that I could never even dream of reaching. And that's Mm -hmm. fine.
4: (laughs) Speaking of, headmistress Nuxna, what do you know about the ley line running under Fanolin Academy? Do you know why the local goblins call it an infernal mouth?
0: And do you know why it went dead?
5: The city of Fainlin was founded centuries ago by an evil wizard Shit. called Uvarath, yes. who was a worshipper of Ebnir. Yes. He chose this location specifically <laughs> for its relation to the Leyline. <sighs> Legend says that the ley line was caused by a battle between Ebnir and Salinas, <sighs> these two gods waging war over Berwyn, and the Leyline was a scar they left across the country. God, that's so cool. That's yeah. some cool-ass
0: world-building.
4: I love that the school is like a relic of the evil god Abnir and his worshippers and they just <laughs> yeah, we got some squatters. They're teaching magic classes. Yeah.
5: She tells you that the Ley Line, when it was active, it empowered evil spells, evil sorcerers, spells that cause fear, that have the fear descriptor in more meta terms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh
5: But in order to keep the ley line active, sacrifices have to be made.
0: Like a stadium's worth. Yeah, we kind of pinpointed that one.
5: She takes out a map of Fainalyn and she says, You can see in how the city was built in a trident shape. These three points. Fainalyn Academy, the Court of the Archmage, and the Church of Salinas. The ley line runs beneath... All three and into the whispering
4: woods because ebnir's weapon is a trident
0: i never knew that about my hometown that's pretty fucked (laughs) up actually (laughs) 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 i mean it does explain some stuff about the whole goth vibe of the town i just thought that was aesthetics
4: that is really fucked up
0: one more question is it resecration or consecration (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh, when you de-desecrate something?
0: Yeah, is it ever secreted?
4: <laughs> I'm not sure I understand, dear
0: Oh, Of course not, I'm sorry, the question's too stupid For the Fanlin Academy to be able to answer it No, I got it
4: <laughs> <laughs> Headmistress, we're going to act as free agents Under our own discretion, if you have anything that you need to inform us of before tonight Perhaps send it to us magically. And if we have something we need from you, will you be here in your office?
5: I plan to connect with Archmage Venturi.
0: Well, safe travels. Zelf. let's leave.
4: All right, let's go.
5: As you guys leave the clock tower, I'm going to have you make a perception check. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Paul,
0: are you also just waiting for the other shoe to drop here?
4: Yes. (laughs) Like always, but especially now.
3: This has been much too easy. We've contacted an adult who's now going to take care of everything. We can all go
0: home. (laughs) Well, I rolled a 22 on my perception.
4: Yeah, I got a 23. So we didn't pretty good that time. (laughs) As you exit
5: the clock tower, you see uh, to your right, where you know that the access to the underground area Uh is a group of court arbiters who have pulled (laughs) like a robed cultist from the hole (gasps) in a net. (laughs) (gasps) And you can hear them saying, it's just like High Mage Windhorn said, someone is plotting (laughs) something here.
0: Uh Wait, is Windhorn going to betray Ansel? Self, did you hear that? What do you make of that?
4: I think Winhorn has plans within plans, and any one of his plans is the perfect way to spread a smokescreen.
0: Oh, I don't like that. I barely have one plan. Do we need more plans, Self?
4: No, we need less.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, that's easy. All right. No plan. Okay.
4: It's the only way to confront somebody with endless plans. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> that totally makes sense to me Zelf yeah no that's that logic is impenetrable
4: uh, Justin can Zelf get closer and try to glean any more uh, nuggets from the person they're capturing or from the crowd are there any zombies in, in with them oh,
5: you don't see any zombies but you do hear them talking okay. amongst themselves one says we're looking for three suspects, the same three that took a paladin hostage and
4: broke into the court of the Archmage.
0: Damn it. I knew it was going to be us.
4: As soon as he hears that, Zelf puts a hand up to make himself less visible.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> just
3: walks by with a hand over the side of his face. Takes off his chef hat. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.
4: <laughs> Pulls a tablecloth out of his bag of holding to wear it over his chef clothes.
5: Meanwhile, Johnny and Patty have been riding a horse.
3: Johnny has been riding a horse. <laughs> Patty has been riding on Johnny's shoulders on the horse. Let's be <laughs> accurate here. Yeah.
5: After about a half hour, you guys arrive at the gourmet goblin camp. You see these Tall wooden spikes that form like this large wall around this wooded area. Whoa. There are on each side of this camp tall lookout towers. If you go straight up to (laughs) the front of it, you will be seen.
0: Cannot wait to see what they do. So
3: I feel like we should have a little team discussion here for a minute. Yeah,
2: sure. What's up, (laughs) Patty?
3: You know what, Johnny? The whole ride up here, I've been sitting up on your shoulders just thinking, and I've made a list of questions that I have for these goblins. Okay. Like like Barbara Walters. I'm so prepared. (laughs) But, you know, I think we should just, like, go up to the gate and be like, hey, guys, it's Johnny and Patty. What's up? (laughs) And see if they'll talk to us.
2: Yeah, like, I was thinking I'd, like, create some sort of, like, flag of surrender or something. Oh, I
3: love it. Well, like, we don't surrender, but, like, a flag of, like, peace. we're not here to be mean to goblins. Like Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think our intentions will show through. Yeah.
3: I agree. I agree. Okay, excellent. We can use some of these leftover t-shirt-making supplies that I have, and we can make a flag. Awesome.
2: Can we write, like, friend to Goblins or something?
3: Yes, F2G. Totally
4: F2G. G.
1: <laughs>
4: this was the right group to send to the goblins.
0: <laughs> I mean with perfect clarity, I knew that was gonna be what they did. Not the t-shirt thing, that was wild. But obviously the only solution would be to walk right up to the front gates and say, Hey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so no, I think Johnny and Patty are gonna pull out the t-shirt making supplies um, and make like a little banner yeah. that says like F two G and it has a smiley face.
2: Johnny will draw like a trident and then like draw an X through it, so like it's bad.
3: Yeah, no bad. No trident. No, bad. no
2: Abner sort of deal.
3: Smiley face. No trident.
2: Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> As you approach. The goblin that's in the lookout tower that's nearest, you can hear him start uh, jumping up and down and screaming down into the camp. Something in the goblin language. You can hear some rustling back there.
3: I just realized. Do either of us know goblin language?
2: <laughs> oh no, Patty, I totally don't. <laughs> we didn't think
1: about that before we came.
3: I don't think that I do either. Uh oh. No, it's all right. Like <laughs> we'll have to just like use like hand motions. Yeah, or
2: like we can draw. And like you're pretty good with, like, design and stuff, so maybe we can That's draw true. what we want in the ground.
3: Yeah. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Okay, we have a plan. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna <laughs> be fine.
5: <laughs> As you guys discuss this, the doors are pulled open. It
1: <laughs>
5: And you see... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) A group of goblins standing there. They are squat little like green scaly creatures. They each wear like a leather apron and they have like a little leather cap that matches. Cute. They're all aiming like (laughs) large spears at you. Ooh, not cute. Behind them, you see two very tall anteaters almost that are blue. They've got a long trunk with like a little anteater tongue that comes out. You see like some like saddles on them. And one of the goblins is trying to wrangle two of those. They're quite big, bigger than your horse. Wow. Yeah. And they're all screaming at you in Goblin. I <laughs> know.
1: Oh, <laughs> Overlapping with each other.
3: So I, this is a total wild hair, which is Hell yeah. all that I ever do. I have some points in Candle Animal. And okay. I'm like, could I offer to assist? This goblin with Ray his giant blue anteater I mean, as a peace offering and show of good faith? Um, yeah. <laughs> Justin's like, I was not prepared for yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, Johnny's
2: gonna, like, you know, hold his hands, like, real wide and, like, have the universal sort of gesture of, like, non-threatening and... He's going to be like, oh, man, they're like chefs, right? And he's like, what would Self want? And he, like, pulls out a box of cat treats and, like, leaves it on the <laughs> ground and, like, backs as an away offering. <laughs> as an offering for them to get it. And also leaves them, like, so they can see it more clearly, the t-shirt he's wearing <laughs> "Friend the goblins and No Abner.
1: So.
4: Can you speak the universal language of massage?
2: Yeah. <laughs> if, if they let me like
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, we should probably not go straight to massage.
2: <laughs> and I can sit down like I'm looking for like a discussion or something like
3: that. Let's see what happens with Johnny's offering of cat treats before I like go up and start helping Cowgirl this anteater. And then if they're open, I will offer that as like an additional benefit. As a friend to goblins. FTG. FTG, which is what I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
5: I guess I'm going to have you guys make a diplomacy check. I'm just trying to decide at what
2: penalty. (laughs) Because we don't speak the
5: language.
3: We're just pantomiming. (laughs)
2: And I will assist her on the diplomacy check it's a group effort what's happening here so like. we're, we all have really
3: like pleasant expressions on yeah. our face we're super nice dude we're using very open body language yeah, like. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay that's a 23 on my diplomacy check
2: well, I got a 10 to assess. Cool. I don't know if I help. Yeah, you add 2 to her role.
3: I like that even after the extensive discussion we had about all the languages that various oh, yeah. people in our party <laughs> speak and don't right. speak.
4: And the fact that Astrid and Cast comprehend languages.
3: Right. We did not even take 1 second to consider whether Johnny and I would be able to speak to the couple. Oh, yeah, but also
2: Patty and Johnny wouldn't have considered that, obviously. That's true. We just went That's off. true. No. No. <laughs>
3: The goblins
5: understand that you are not being aggressive towards them. There you go. And they allow you in, Johnny, you said you were gonna like sit down. Yeah. Patty, you were gonna go try to handle one of the creatures.
3: Well, I'm gonna kinda of point to myself and nod, and then I'm gonna point to the misbehaving creature. The one that if you know, you said a goblin is having some difficulty wrangling it. I'm gonna be like, eh? And kind of <laughs> point to it and then point to myself and be like Eh? and see if it gives any sort of <laughs> indication that it would like my assistance with its anteater.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that they don't stop you. They, it kind of steps back and lets you move towards it. <laughs> Hell
3: yeah.
2: This
3: is Patty feeling real confident on something that she has very little basis for being confident about.
5: Make a handle animal check, Patty.
3: Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled a two, um, with, uh, taking me to a five total. So oh, no. <laughs> it was a good effort, but I don't uh. think I helped.
5: <laughs> the creature kind of rears back. <laughs> the goblin that is holding it, Patty, he like reaches at your belt.
3: Oh no! What is your
5: CMD?
3: My CMD is a eighteen.
5: He can see, like, one of your alchemist's fire in your pouch, uh, and he he's trying to grab it off of you. Uh, rude. But he he fails. I only rolled a 16, so he's not able to do it. You are able to get out of his way.
3: Patty's going to scurry back over next to Johnny. She had big plans for taming the <laughs> anteaters on behalf hmm. of the goblins, but clearly that's not going to no, work. No,
2: we can just try again, Patty. So, do no,
3: it. no, no, I think, I think I'm think i good. I mean, I told you I was scared of horses, and I thought that maybe this was not really a horse. But you know what? I'm realizing now that it's a lot like a horse, and I'm still, I'm afraid. So I'm just going to hang out with you, bud.
5: <laughs> a couple of them have come up around you, Johnny. Mm-hmm. And with their spears, they're just kind of like poking at your symbol of gavelin that's on your armor. Not like it's trying to stab you, just like right. knocking into it. Mm-hmm. After a moment of discussing between themselves, they start to head towards the stairs right here. You see, like, along the top of their campsite, there is, like, wooden pathways that run all on all of the roofs. Wow. And they motion for you to follow them up, Johnny.
2: All right. Johnny's like, yeah, no, totally. I'm definitely speaking with these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I wait for Patty to come with me. I don't leave her unless she wants to stay here.
3: I don't know. I'm I'm sitting here looking through my inventory for anything I can barter with the goblins with. And all I have is beer. And I don't know if I want to get them drunk. So I think I'm going to try to follow Johnny and see if they're okay with that.
2: Johnny is looking around like a kid at Disney World. He's like, this
3: treehouse is amazing, (laughs) Patty.
5: Great. Yeah, the goblins allow you to come along up into these thin rooftop pathways, these little wooden bridges between the rooftops. Once you're at higher ground, you can see the full expanse of the camp. On the ground below, you note a lot of shoddy single occupancy tents that are just thrown together in groups outside but there are also four more substantial structures. They are built sort of haphazardly with like lumber and sticks and they have these thatched roofs. The goblins direct you along a path that branches out to the right towards the northeastern most structure. And now Johnny, you can see exactly what it is that you're being led to. It is a large, Sigil of Zitrix. Oh no! Oh.
1: <laughs> and
5: it's been erected on the roof of this building. You can see candles and strange offerings that are placed all around it. Oh.
0: Remind us who Zitrix is.
5: Zitrix is the chaotic
2: evil god who is directly <laughs> opposed to Gavelin. The gnomish person who sold me the cursed item. Well, I had like a Zitrix <gasps> <All> thing,
0: right? <sighs> <sighs> Could you barter that cursed shield to them? That was
2: literally what I was just going through my head. (laughs)
0: They probably would really like it.
3: Johnny, save that in case you need to, like, barter for the life of a hostage named Patty (laughs) at some point (laughs) in (laughs) the near future.
2: He has, like, a lot of misgivings upon seeing that symbol. He's like,
1: oh, man.
4: <laughs> oh I think Johnny is religiously obligated to destroy this Goblin village.
0: I know. Is he going to light this whole wooden <laughs> treehouse on oh God,
1: fire? God, He's just going to get big <laughs> and
4: kick it over.
5: As you approach the shrine, they all like kind of just gather around, almost like they're waiting for you to do something at the shrine. <laughs> they're yelling commands at you, but you're not quite sure what exactly those commands are.
1: Fuck. <laughs>
3: Patty is going to um, respectfully curtsy and see what happens. (laughs) Lovely. And then dip into a little rat curtsy, which is very nice. She's been well trained. She went to a good finishing school. Of course.
2: (laughs) Can I make a knowledge religion check about Zitrix? For sure. And like rites and shrines, stuff like that. Oh, natural 20. Yeah, oh. 23
3: I'm glad you know something
2: Patty you can see that Johnny's two brain cells Are going through a lot right now As he's thinking <laughs>
5: <laughs> So things that you know about Zetrix You know that he is chaotic evil He's the mm-hmm. god of artifice And fire and also madness mm-hmm. You can tell That they are Wanting you to make some sort of Offering to this shrine And you get an idea That this is some sort of pre-combat ritual that they're asking you to leave an, uh, an offering to Zitrix and then they're going to fight you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
2: Johnny's like, hey, uh, Patty, you might want to get ready for a bottle.
3: Patty's just going to continue curtsying. <laughs> uh, i'm not leaving shit at this shrine i'm here as an observer if anyone's combating it's you bud uh,
2: let's see what do i want to leave i don't want to leave the shield because i actually want to destroy that and i'm supposed to be trying to get it away from places like this <laughs>
4: <laughs> can you leave a bomb at the shrine
1: <gasps>
4: and then detonate it <laughs> oh
2: rude actually Patty, can you help me start a fire on the shrine <laughs> he takes out a flask of oil and pours it on the zitrix shrine
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I can
2: but no no it's cool zitrix is the god of fire so this is totally a respectful offering <laughs> oh my god I got a patty. And then he like takes out his flint and tender and then sparks the shrine on fire. And then it'll lock eyes with whatever goblin wants to meet his gaze.
4: Jesus Christ.
5: <laughs> the goblins all kind of go crazy. They're all just like running around. They're not even speaking language anymore. They're just like squealing very loudly. You can't tell if it is happiness or if they're scared or angry. Uh, it's kind of implaceable. They're just very, very hectic. They move away from you, giving you a little bit of space, maybe like five feet on each side. And then they all yes. start chanting credit. Cradit, oh, Cradit, in
2: unison.
3: I think they like it.
2: Donnie, <laughs> <Johnny>, like, <laughs> sighs heavily, like, he's, like, getting himself ready. Like, he can feel the, like, cadence building. He's like, I'm not quite sure yeah. what it means, but yeah, Cradit. <laughs> yeah.
3: Patty, as a natural born performer, is gonna improv her way through this, and she's also gonna start chanting Cradit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone's chanting now.
3: Yeah, Cradit. Yeah! Yeah, awesome, guys!
2: Johnny also draws his sword.
5: You see, Johnny, to your right, a goblin wearing large purple robes, like fur robes, climbs out of the tent beneath the shrine. He is wearing a very tall chef's hat, and he's carrying a large like butcher's knife. Oh, God.
3: (laughs) Johnny, I hate to tell you, I think you are about to engage in ritual... Chef Goblin Combat, so credit to you, buddy. Go
2: get it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Patty, I kind of knew this was happening. I just didn't quite know how to say it out loud.
3: Oh, I'm realizing now that credit is the name of the bad guy, and that's what I've been chanting this whole time. I thought it was just like,
1: <laughs> just
3: like a phrase.
0: Yeah, like battle, battle, battle. I'm not
3: cheering for him, Johnny. I'm cheering for you.
5: He approaches you, and he sort of bows, and I'm going to have you... Roll initiative. Hell yeah. Let's go.
4: I'm so sad I didn't come to this one.
0: Thank you to everybody who has been listening and sharing the show. We recently made it to Spotify's podcast leaderboards, if you can believe it. We were number six for fiction podcasts in Australia and number 10 in the U.S. That like in all of in all of Australia and all of the U.S., that was us. And we could not have done that without y'all listening and sharing it with folks. So I just wanted to say thank you. Also, thank you for all of you who have signed up for our Patreon. We have a backlog of already recorded character questions, but once we've posted those, we're really excited to hit the ones that you have submitted. You can post those on the Patreon or on the Patreon Discord, and we'll add them to the list. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Luckemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber, as Astra Blup, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stieber. This episode was edited by Justin Green. As always, you can find us on Twitter at BCB Party or email us at bcbparty@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: Have a good evening.